Broadcasting live from the KVXL studios at Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. The Frittle Show with Crystal Heath. I've said that we must be cautious in claiming God is on our side. I think the real question we must answer is, are we on His side? Faith, family, freedom. For me, it's very simple. I think we've got to, we've got to get the country back on the right track with the most inspiring agenda. A voice in the desert. Now, here's Crystal Heath. All right, gang, happy weekend to you. Hope you and your family are doing well, staying safe, washing your hands. It is a great day to be alive. It is a great day to be an American. It is a great week to be alive, great month to be alive. And you might be saying, what is so great about it? Well, for one thing, you're breathing. If you're listening to this program, you're breathing. That's just a fact. And if you weren't breathing, then... um. Well, you wouldn't be listening to this program. So if you have nothing else to be thankful for, you can be thankful for the fact that you are alive and that God has given you another day of breath. Now, I woke up this morning with the song, This Is My Country, stuck in my head. And it has just been, I, you know, I walked outside and I just started singing it because it's one, such an inspirational, incredible song. And two, it really is a great reminder that even amidst all the stuff that we're going on, God has blessed this country beyond, I think, anything that we realize many times, let alone that we recognize. I mean, from, from big things to little things, but This Is My Country, it is a great song. If you don't know it, uh, it was made popular really by Tennessee Ernie Ford. He sings the the classic version of This Is My Country. But you got to find, I, I tried to find, there's one, there's a version of it that's my favorite uh, it was sung by the guys at the International Alert Academy, but I cannot find a v- that video of it on YouTube, but it was super, super inspirational. So if you can find like the Army or Navy marching band uh, doing it with uh, their choirs or some of their, their singers where you can get the music uh, and the lyrics together, oh my goodness, it will just, this thing will pump you up and get you going. And I think it's important that we remember Even at a time like this, we live in an incredible, incredible place that has been blessed beyond, uh, it's just an incredible thing. I'm just going to read you the lyrics because you don't want me to sing them to you. I'll, I'll sing them in my own backyard. But you just walk outside and if you know the song, just go sing it. I guarantee you it will make you feel better about your day, about your life if you live in America because this is my country, land of my birth. This is my country, grandest on earth. I pledge thee my allegiance, America the bold, for this is my country to have and to hold. What difference if I hail from north or south or from the east or west? My heart is filled with love for all of these. I only know I swell with pride and deep within my chest I thrill to see old glory paint the breeze. With hand upon heart I thank the Lord for this my native land. For all I love is here within her gates. My soul is rooted deeply in the soil on which I stand. For these are mine own United States. This is my country, land of my choice. This is my country. Hear my proud voice. I pledge thee my allegiance, America the bold, for this is my country to have and to hold. I'm telling you, just go outside, give it a give it a sing. Wow. 
My soul is rooted deeply in the soil on which I stand, for these are mine, my own United States. This is my country, land of my birth. This is my country, grandest on earth. With hand upon my heart, I thank the Lord for this, my native land. You know, just turn off the news for a few minutes. Turn off the Netflix for a few minutes. And just reflect upon how blessed we are. Even in the midst of the corona pandemic, this is our country. God has given us such a gift in giving us this country. I have no idea why I woke up with that song in my head. I dreamed about uh, hand sanitizer and disinfecting wipes, actually. I remember it vividly because I couldn't figure out why I was dreaming about that. So I have no idea why it is that uh, that I, I woke up with this song <laughs> stuck <coughs> Excuse me, in my head, but... Such it is, and so I thought I would share it with you. If you don't know it, it's a great old classic. You need to find it. You need to listen to it. You need to go outside and just sing it. Make some noise. Make some happy noise. And then you can sing hymns and spiritual songs if you like. But this one is just patriotic, and it's good. And, you know, we could talk about uh, we could talk about Joe Biden and whether or not we should be believing all women. And we could talk about, uh, we could talk about all kinds of things. But I, I don't want to do that right now because everybody else is doing that. What I want to tell you is we live in an incredible nation. We live in a place of blessing. Don't forget how blessed we are. Okay, we are going to talk a little bit about the COVID-19 numbers and then take a look at what uh, Governor Sisolak here in the state of Nevada has said as far as when and how we can begin opening up. Again, this is all obviously tentative. Things have a tendency to change uh, very quickly around here. But, <clears throat> excuse me, there is increasing documentation and increasing research that shows that many more people than we expect have had or currently have COVID-19. There was a test done of 3,000 people in Santa Clara, Santa Clara County, California, aka Silicon Valley, and about 3 to 4% had antibodies. Okay, so that doesn't seem like a lot, but it's a lot when you realize that the county, based on the fact that three or four people had antibodies, that is 50 to 85 times less than what's being reported as people that have had uh, coronavirus. It is believed now that anywhere from 10 to 20, probably 20% or more, People in this country, okay, and this is uh, the Atlantic reported the 20% number. Uh, National Review has a 10% number. Uh, in fact, Atlantic says could be more than 20%. More than 20% of people in America have had, <clears throat> most unknowingly, have already had the coronavirus. In, uh, in Chelsea, Massachusetts, people were given an opportunity to take a blood, uh, a blood test to find out if they had had uh, coronavirus in an attempt for them to plan out their reopening and so forth. And it was just with a simple finger prick. And they found in that testing, nearly a third of those who, gave, who submitted to the random testing had already had the antibodies in their system. All appeared generally healthy, and about half told the doctors they had at least one symptom of COVID-19 in the past month. Okay, so now now get that, get those numbers together. 
<coughs> Sorry, I just <coughs> ate, and uh, apparently my body does not want me to be talking yet. It still wants to be processing. Half told doctors they had at least one symptom. A third tested as that they've already had it. So, not everyone that's had symptoms had corona. But, a very significant number of that population has had corona. Very interesting. Compare that to Wuhan, who should have, you know, really high levels of, of antibodies. And they're saying that just 2.5% of their population has tested positive for antibodies. I find that very suspicious. Now, New York City. Fatalities in New York City now total more than 0.1% of its population. Now, why does that number matter? You say, well, that is such an insignificant number. Well, it is an insignificant number unless, one, you have a friend or family member who is part of that 0.1% uh, number, or when you realize that that is the threshold for the fatality rate of the flu. So uh, essentially then, if New York is completely infected now and nobody else dies from this in New York City, the coronavirus will still have been more dangerous than the flu because it has exceeded the threshold of the number of people that died from the flu in New York City. Now, why do I bring that up? Because I've seen a lot of people comparing this to the flu. I've compared this to the flu. It is comparable to the flu in many uh, instances. And people are what are people are are saying a lot on social media that I've seen is, well, you know, the flu killed kills 70,000 people a year in this country and we don't do blank blah 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 We don't close things. We don't do whatever uh, for the flu. And that is true. The flu does kill a large amount of people every year and we don't close things down. And that's despite the fact that approximately 60% of children and 40% of adults are vaccinated and many people have uh, have immunity to certain strains of the flu because of previous uh, antibodies. Okay? If, if COVID-19 stays on the, this 0.1% fatality rating and two-thirds of Americans get it because of a lack of immunity, then that would equal 220,000 deaths. So it would be three times the level of the regular flu potentially. All right. So just some actual numbers. Now, again, the percentage of the population that that is, although it is a lot of people when you look at it in the number of 220,000, the percentage of the population that that is still is 0.1%. Uh, and to, it's, it's difficult to be able to share numbers right now because if you, if you just look at sheer data, then it makes you out as, as some horrible person who wants people to die. It's not that someone is a horrible person that wants people to die. It's simply a matter of these are the actual statistics. And the fact of the matter is young people and healthy people die from the flu every year. Is that common? No. Most people that are, are dying from the flu are not the young and the healthy. All right. And COVID-19 uh, is similar to the flu in that way. Yes, there are young people and healthy people who have died from COVID-19. But in the majority of instances, what we are seeing is that it is taking those who have underlying conditions and who are not uh, young. So in some ways, it is accurate to say that COVID-19 reflects the flu. In other ways, it is not accurate because it is, in fact, uh, more deadly than the flu just by sheer numbers and the potential uh, that it still has. That said, 
Researchers say, according to Healthline.com, that up to 50% of people with COVID-19 are unaware that they have the virus. And this is why many people are pushing the masks. Okay, and I'm not going to tell you you should or should not wear a mask. What I'm going to tell you is that you should follow whatever are the guidelines for wherever it is that you live. But the, the purpose behind the mask is that if you are going to cough or sneeze, then you are going to be spreading things in the air. If you have a mask on, it will trap most of that uh, and keep it with you. Bear in mind that if you are wearing a cloth mask around everywhere, that cloth mask is collecting and keeping all the germs from all the places that you go and just, just holding them. So please... Please, please be washing that thing very regularly if you are wearing and utilizing a cloth mask, right? Because it is literally trapping the germs. Anyway, don't have time to get into that. But, but the purpose of the mask is to protect other people from you, okay? It won't really protect you from other people. Because okay. that, what that's going to do, again, it's still going to collect what's outside, but it will prevent, if you are coughing and sneezing, that from getting on others. Alright? And it will it will prevent some from other people as well. Um, I saw a, a really good diagram that showed the percentages of your, your likelihood of catching COVID-19, whether you're wearing a mask or not a mask. And obviously, the greatest chance of not catching came from where both people were wearing a mask. The person that had it and the person that didn't have it. Okay, both wearing a mask, less the lowest possible likelihood of catching the COVID-19. But again, if you are not coughing or sneezing, you are probably not going to be transmitting it anywhere, touching your face, things like this. Also, the more I interact with people outside of my own home, aka at Walmart or the grocery store, the more I realize that people have no idea how medical gloves are supposed to be utilized or disposed of, okay? If you are using gloves, please, please bear in mind that you should not be touching things with your gloves and then touching your face with the gloves on, all right? If you are touching a shopping cart with your gloves on and then pick up your cell phone with those same gloves on, you have instantly defeated the purpose of the gloves. If you are touching things with your gloves on and then stick your hand into your purse or onto your pants, if you touch anything else with your gloves on that is related to you, you have immediately defeated the purpose of the gloves. You could have gone without the gloves and done just as well. All right. Secondly, when you dispose of the gloves, they do not belong on the, in the parking lot of the Walmart or the Target or wherever else you happen to shop. Also, if you are touching the outside of the glove to take the glove off, you have again negated the purpose of the gloves because now you have touched the germs that you were trying to avoid touching. So what you're going to do, I learned this because I was a lifeguard, had to go through first aid on multiple occasions so that I remained current in my certification. You take the end of the glove with one of your gloved hands and you pull it up over your hand to make it inside out. You now have an inside outed glove. The inside of your glove was what was touching your hands, not touching the germs. So you may pick up, transfer that glove, hold, grab that glove, the inside of it, which you have now inside outed with the hand that you just degloved and use that glove to touch the other glove doing the same process pull it up over your fingers inside out and if you do it right it will end up like a nice little package 
with the one glove inside the other glove. You could tie it off at the top, throw it away, never touch the outside of the gloves or the germs. You can watch YouTube videos on how to do this, but please, if you are using gloves, remember, do not touch anything else while your gloves are on or you have completely defeated the purpose of wearing the gloves. And please, 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 if you are wearing gloves, watch a YouTube video on how to properly remove them or again, you have completely defeated the purpose of wearing the gloves. Also, side note, because I have seen many of you doing this in public and it is driving me absolutely crazy. It will do you no good. I should not say it will do you no good. It will do you little good to be wearing a mask in Walmart. If as soon and gloves. If as soon as you get out of Walmart, you use said contaminated gloves to lower your mask so that you might light a cigarette and put it in your mouth. Okay? The whole purpose of your mask is to try and prevent a disease which will affect your lungs. Do not stick lung poison in your mouth at the same time that you are wearing a mask to try to prevent a disease that will affect those lungs. Alright? If you, I'm just saying, don't... St if you're worried about dying from coronavirus, stop smoking altogether. Okay? Okay. <sighs> Thank you. I have been wanting to say that for so long. <sighs> Alright. Also, there has been a lot of uh, commenting online about how the U.S. now has more cases, confirmed cases, than any other country in the world. Right, okay. So, here's the thing. You need to look at the, uh, the population numbers. Look at it as percentages of the population. If you look at percentage of population, you will find that the United States is in fact doing very, very, very well. In fact, we're, we're towards the bottom of the chart when it comes to infected uh, peoples by population percentage. And that is while we are testing more than any, well then I think there are maybe one or two countries that are testing more than us, but we're testing more than almost anyone else and still are amongst the lowest number of, inf of infections uh, comparative to population percentage than other countries, okay? So don't just read everything you read online. No, it's supposed to be don't believe everything you read online. Do some research. Now, aren't you glad? And if you do live in California right now, I'm sorry. But for those of us that live in Nevada, aren't you glad you don't live in California? You might live here because you were fleeing California. But the governor of California has now issued a list of approved activities. Okay? <laughs> Allowed activities now include badminton, gardening, tree climbing, and car washing. This is this is not fake news. This isn't these are things included on the actual list of things that you may now do. You may now garden because that's such a social activity. You were probably inviting all your friends over to plant your potatoes. Tree climbing. Again, I know that many of you felt deprived of your ability to climb trees with your friends the past few weeks. You may now <laughs> you may now climb your trees. Wow. Okay. You may also now scooter, but not in groups. You may play table tennis, but only as singles. You cannot do doubles t 
Also, this is specified and it just cracks me up. You may throw and catch an American mini football, frisbee, or frisbee golf, but not in groups. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm sorry. An American mini football. So you, 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 are, you are not yet permitted to throw a full-size football. We will... <laughs> <laughs> Who comes up with this? But you could throw a smaller one. Why? What is the purpose of this? Because it will somehow magically contain less germs from the hands that are throwing the football than if you used a bigger one? Also, you may play frisbee, but not in a group. How many people constitute a group when you're playing frisbee? It's just, it's... Yeah. But perhaps my favorite one on the list of approved activities, the governor is now allowing Californians to, quote, watch the sunset, unquote. Yes, dear people of California, your freedom-loving governor now allows you to watch the sunset. I didn't realize that you apparently... Nowhere in the state of California could anyone see the sunset from inside their own homes. Apparently. Apparently this was something that we have to do outside and as a group. Because it was uh, forbidden. I do not... Uh, these are things that I do not understand. These are reasons why I don't... I, I don't ever have any desire to live in the state of California. California. Now, here in Nevada, Governor Sisolak issued this week some new directives. So it's Directive 016, issued on April uh, 29th. So uh, we're just going to, I'm going to go through these with you in case you have not been able to look through them yourself or have questions about it. We're just going to go uh, through it. So the new directive is the first step in what's being called the Nevada United Roadmap to Recovery Plan. Okay, so this directive precedes what is going to be known as Phase 1. So there's going to be a phased reopening, but this is like the pre-phase. So it's like the prequel, uh, if you will, the first three Star Wars movies that were not as good. That's kind of what we're in right now. So pre-phase one directive loosens some restrictions that were previously in place. Specifically, uh, all retail businesses that were previously identified as non-essentials will now be allowed to operate under curbside commerce models. So like curbside pickup allowed for restaurants and eateries, uh, you can now have curbside pickup for literally anything. So all businesses previously classified non-essential, if they can do service curbside, are now permitted to operate a curbside service. Golf, tennis, and pickleball can resume as long as they comply with social distancing, sanitations, and other requirements. In addition, drive-up religious services are now officially uh, permitted. This directive does not end the stay-at-home order. In fact, it extends the stay-at-home order to May 15th. Uh, so the governor is still asking that Nevadans stay home uh, except for necessary outings like going to work, buying groceries, attending medical appointments, and uh, so on. You can still walk in your neighborhood or in a park. Just remember, please maintain your social distancing and avoid touching outdoor uh, equipment. It is not required to wear a face mask in public, but it is encouraged in this directive. There is still a ban on gatherings of 10 or more people in any indoor or outdoor uh, public area. How does this affect your uh, leisure 
activities. Well, again, golf, tennis, pickleball, some uh, publicly accessible sporting and recreation activities can now reopen. Um, let's see. Sorry, I'm just trying to summarize this for you. Um, can you buy a new car refrigerator or couch? Yes and no. So uh, the directive does extend the closure of showrooms until May 15th as well. Those businesses, however, have been deemed essential. So all those items can still be purchased, but you will have to use a different form uh, for the purchase. So like curbside pickup, home delivery, or shipping for something like that. Your barber or stylist still may not come to your house according to uh, this directive. If you are thinking about buying a new house, you cannot see it in person. Open houses and in-person showings uh, are still prohibited. But you can uh, look at pictures or take a virtual uh, tour. And, oh, oh, oh correction. Okay, it's all, those in-person showings are only prohibited for how homes and apartments that are occupied. If you are looking to buy an unoccupied home, that you may uh, you may do. Um, let's see. I think that that is roughly all that we need to know from this specific uh, release itself. Um, let's see. Sorry, I'm just trying to see if there's any... Anything else that's in here that you would need to know? No. Um, religious services still, uh, still prohibited. Drive-in services, however, now officially allowed, which they were previously, but now it's officially, uh, stated. So, that is where we are at. We are in pre-phase one. And God willing, we will enter phase one on May 15th. The governor has stated that it may even phase one could begin before May 15th. So just continue to pray uh, that uh, that people will be able to get back to work, that this pandemic would be would be averted and that people would be able to be healthy and safe and that life would be able to again uh, resume. Now, I'm almost out of time. But I cannot end without going over with you some of the latest Google Trends. What is it that people have been searching for while we have been quarantined? This was a fascinating study that I found myself looking at <laughs> earlier today. And I thought, we are going to talk about this on my podcast because it's kind of fun and we just need a little bit of fun. Pizza! has hit a record high in search interest worldwide and the highest search numbers come from the countries of Italy, Israel, and Denmark. So when I saw this, my first question was, why are you Googling pizza? Like, what, what are you Googling when you Google pizza? Are you looking for a place near you that sells pizza? Because if you don't already know that, you, you, you don't truly love pizza. Secondly, why are you Googling pizza? And then I realized that it's the people of Denmark that are Googling pizza. And I thought, well, maybe they just have never really eaten pizza before, so they don't know what to do. But then when I saw that Italy was Googling pizza, I was like, okay, what are the people in Italy Googling pizza for? I know it's not actually Italian, but come on. In Texas, what restaurants are opening May 1st? That search spiked 2,550% in the past week. Trending recipes. 
throughout the month of April in the United States where the first trending recipe in April in the United States was Disney churro recipe. The second trending recipe, Ikea meatball recipe. <laughs> America is so American sometimes. The third trending recipe, double tree cookie recipe. Again, America, you, you, you do not fail. First, we want to know how do we make those Disney churros. That is the most imp important thing. Secondly, Ikea's meatballs. We need to know how to make those. Third, Double Tree. They have those really good cookies that I like. I didn't realize so many people stayed at the Double Tree. Number four, quiche recipe. Easy. So, <laughs> so people, <laughs> people want to make quiche, but they want it to be easy. Quiche is not hard to make to begin with. You take eggs, you take half and half, you buy some pie crust. I guess if you're going to make your pie crust, that might take you a little bit of time. But otherwise, you get some eggs, you get some half and half, you get a pie crust, you mix the eggs and the half and half together, add into it whatever you want, broccoli, mushrooms, bacon, stick it in the oven. That's it. It's, I don't know how you can get, I didn't know there were hard recipes for quiche. And then fifth the, uh, is a cheriset recipe, which is uh, for those of you who don't know, it's um, it's this uh, it's a like an apple, um, it's like an apple dessert thing. You chop up the apple and you put in some cinnamon and other stuff, and you eat it during uh, during Passover, which would have fallen during April. So I found that interesting that that was the fifth recipe searched for in the entire nation. But anyway, uh. <laughs> This one, I think, is good news. When will airlines start flying again? It's a breakout search past in the past week worldwide, so that means it's doing exceptionally well. Banana bread has been the most searched recipe throughout the country in the last 30 days. So going back to, uh, to, to the month of March, so March into April, that was um, the most searched recipe overall search interest in homemade hit a record high homemade trends in the past week in the united states homemade mother's day gifts filters for homemade masks and homemade disinfectant wipes mm -hmm. <sighs> and last but not least the trending searches related to coronavirus this week were one Las Vegas mayor. Two, Abigail Disney. Three, masks for sale. Four, Kahoot. And five, McDonald's. Once again, Americans being American. Hope you and your family have a absolutely wonderful day. Fantastic weekend. Don't forget to join us for church virtually. You can visit experienceliberty.com. Click on the big button that says watch our services and do that. Watch our services, experienceliberty.com. And don't forget, for those of you that attend Liberty, Mother's Day is next Sunday, May 10th. And if you send us a video of you or your child uh, talking about your mom or their mom and what it is that they love and appreciate about her, just 10 to 15 second video, send that to us at info at experienceliberty.com. And uh, we'll be using that to put together a, uh, a promotional video for uh, for our Mother's Day service, but in as a thank you for sending us your video, we will send you a code for a free crumble cookie that you can then give to your mom on Mother's Day. Look forward to seeing your videos, and we'll be back to chat again next week. God bless everyone. <laughs>